And that was the moment I realized when the world felt dark and scary, love could whisk you off to go dancing. Laughter could take some of the pain away. Beauty could punch holes in your fear. I decided then that my life would be full of all three. Emily Henry, Beatreed. Hello and welcome back to the Turnright Podcast. This is episode 84, the best beach reads that you should read this summer. I hope everyone had a lovely Memorial Day weekend. I hope you had some grilling, uh, maybe went boating, maybe went swimming, and didn't forget the sunblock, and of course remembered all of the brave men and women who died to defend our country. Um, but today I wanted to talk about five books that I think are very quintessential current beach reads. I've read them all over the last few years, and I definitely recommend them for more of a lighthearted, romantic, fun read that you may want to pick up in the summer. So the first book that I'm going to recommend is One Italian Summer by Rebecca Serlet. I recently read this book I read in five years by Rebecca Serlet last year. I love that book. One Italian Summer is just simply not as deep as in five years, but it's still a strong novel and I enjoyed it. Essentially, the premise is the main character, Katie, is supposed to take a trip to the Amalfi Coast with her mother. Her mother passes away and Katie is forced to go alone. Um, she's going alone to kind of sort through her marriage and also her grief over her mother's passing. In the process, she discovers herself. There's a lot of beautiful description of the Amalfi Coast. It feels like you're there. If you've ever been curious to go there, I know I have. Um, it's definitely on my bucket list someday. So that made the story really appealing to me is all of the beautiful description of the Poseidon Hotel on the Amalfi Coast. Apparently, I read the afterword. It is a real place, which I thought was cool. I'll say some of my criticisms of the story are I thought that it lacked action. I was really hooked at the beginning. I love the voice that Rebecca Surley gave to Katie, and I thought the story was interesting about how wrapped up Katie was in her mother's life and how she really didn't know her mother at all, and the story was about that, that discovery of who her mother really was as a person. But I wanted more from the story. I wanted Katie as her own person. I wanted to know more about her hobbies, her interests, and I feel like she didn't really have any distinctive character attributes. And I think that was done intentionally because, you know, she was just letting her mother dictate her life and just listening to her mother, which, you know, is not always a bad thing, but that was kind of what the story was about, Katie becoming her own person but I felt like she just didn't have enough inside of her to make her a really, really interesting character for such a character-driven story. But the book is overall well done, cute, and it will definitely make you want to go to the Amalfi Coast. The next book on my list is 28 Summers by Ellen Hildebrand. I read this at the beginning of last summer, and it's again not one of my favorite books of all time, but it is a really solid beach read. Mallory, the main character, is left a house on Nantucket from her aunt. Um, she moves there, becomes an English teacher, and hooks up with one of her brother's best friends, Jake. Jake is married to Ursula, his longtime high school sweetheart. And every summer, Jake and Mallory see each other in secret. And they do that for 28 summers. So um, the story kind of evolves like a quick overview of the year that passes and then Jake and Mallory meet up and, you know, we see all the different things that change in their lives. The story becomes a little bit political as Ursula is like a high profile lawyer. And then I believe she becomes a senator, some sort of representative. 
And so some political issues are discussed as well within the novel. Um, I thought the beginning and ending were both really strong. The ending will leave you in tears. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but I was pretty sad at how it turned out. But it did drag in the middle. I felt like the story was just a little bit too long for a beach read. It's pretty lengthy. And I think that would have made the pacing better if it some of the superfluous information was maybe cut out. You know, maybe even the political aspect of it. I'm not sure if that's really appropriate for a beach read. But the setting is, again, very quaint and it gives very coastal grandmother vibes, as I think the Gen Zers are saying now. And I enjoy always, you know, a good setting that really transports me there. I would have liked to have seen Mallory kind of move off of Nantucket and maybe develop more as a character. But I thought the story, again, was, you know, well done. Um, it had some juicy parts for sure. And I thought it really helped that both Mallory and Jake and even Ursula were all really likable characters. And it was kind of hard to see, you know, what was wrong and right which I think is reflective of how well the author set up the characters and how much empathy um, she made us feel for the characters. Because, you know, if you take a step back, you can see that the situation was obviously not right. You know, two people shouldn't be hooking up behind um, someone's back while they're married. But, um, you know, I think Mallory was just this very, like, naive and fun and good-hearted character underneath it all. So, that made it easy to root for her despite her choices. Number three, People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry. This is definitely my favorite book from the list here. It's possibly one of my favorite books of all time. I have to see how well it stands the test of time, but it's definitely one of my favorite books from the last couple years. So Poppy, the main character, she is a travel blogger and every year she goes on a trip with her misfit best friend from college, Alex Nilsson. And they always have the best of times. They... Uh, the story starts whenever Poppy is recounting this trip she took with Alex Nilsson, and it's just a really cute setup, and it instantly hooks you. Um, however, Poppy has recently gone through a breakup with this famous chef, and things are just not turning out so great for her. Um, she's also recently uncovered some feelings that she has for Alex, and she revealed them to him, and their relationship has never been the same since. So she has one last shot to go on a trip with Alex and try to make up for things and get their friendship back to the way it used to be. However, she realizes her feelings are a lot more complex and she just can't brush them under the rug. So the story is about a lot of flashback between old trips that Alex and Poppy have taken before and also this current trip where they sort of discover their feelings for one another, and they have to both be brave enough to admit them. So it's just really cute. I really love um, these characters. They have a lot of depth. They're interesting. They're quirky. They're funny. The story is really voicey. It's humorous. It's so well written. Um, I just absolutely loved it. Yes, is it a little cheesy? Yes, but um, but it's not like super, super cheesy, at least in my opinion. I loved it, and I recommend this book to all of my friends. Number four, Something Borrowed by Emily Giffen. This is another like all-time favorite book that I have. It's not like exactly a beach read, but I think it could fall in the category of beach reads. Essentially, Rachel and Darcy have been best friends for life. They grew up in Indiana. Um, Rachel is the girl next door. Darcy is this beautiful lucky one that's like always getting the guys and just always getting everything. Um, so Rachel moves to New York City to become a lawyer in big law. Darcy ends up moving there too. She's kind of down on her luck for the first time in her life. 
Rachel lets her crash on her couch, and then Darcy magically turns her life around and falls in love with Dex Thaler, a guy that Rachel knew from law school. Fast forward to Rachel's 30th birthday party, and Darcy is kind of being a you-know-what, and Rachel and Dex end up hooking up. It seems like a drunken hookup at first, but of course, then they discover all of these complex feelings they've had for each other over the years. And Rachel vows to call it off. She feels guilty. She doesn't want to do that to her best friend, but things become very sticky and her and Dex end up having an affair behind Darcy's back while Darcy and Dex are engaged. So the story is really great, in my opinion, because it it discusses toxic female friendships. It discusses, you know, the blurred lines between right and wrong. It's about Rachel's own coming of age and becoming confident and discovering herself. And of course, you know, once again, the story, it's not right to hook up with someone like that. I'm not condoning that. But I think it is really interesting how... Um, you know, it's a POV character, the angles that the story takes. It's also very well written. It's like what I would call smart chick lit. And it does have a beach element to it because even though they're in New York City, they go to the Hamptons and the story takes place over the course of a summer. So if you like a little bit more of an involved beach read where you don't just want to specifically like feel the setting of the beach read, like in the first two stories that I recommended, like um, 28 Summers with the very immersive setting in Nantucket, and then, you know, One Italian Summer with the very descriptive setting of the Amalfi Coast. You know, this has like that hint of beach read in it, but it has a lot of strong romance, a lot of strong plot, and also really, really strong characters. I love the character of Rachel. I think, honestly, she's one of the characters I can relate to most of all in like all of the books that I've read. And no, that is not because I've ever hooked up with one of my friends boyfriends it's just because I relate to Rachel being like the girl next door the intelligent one that like always gets passed up because other people are luckier or more confident or they just go after things more so that's how I relate to her not because of the hookups finally the last book on this list is another really favorite of mine I think it's actually hard for me to say that people we meet on vacation is my favorite because I don't know these last two books also are like my favorites um, Malibu Rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid. This is probably my favorite TJR book. Nina Riva is the main character. She is the daughter of the famous rock star Mick Riva, who was alluded to in Daisy Jones and the Six, as well as Evelyn Hugo, and her alcoholic mother, June. Nina has always selflessly stepped in and taken care of her younger siblings. She sort of assumed the role of mother, especially whenever her mother died. Um, but whenever her husband cheats on her with this famous tennis star, Nina kind of reevaluates her whole entire life. And the story takes place um, around this one party, and we hear the backstory of Nina's siblings. We hear the backstory of Mick and June, and it's all very compelling and interesting. And the characters, there's so much in each of the characters. There's a lot of good, juicy backstory that really helps carry the story. And I love how short and sweet each chapter is. It really gets to the point. And I think the pacing of the story is so well done. The story also takes place in Malibu. So it has a very beachy feel. There's a lot of surfing. And I actually went to Malibu this past year. And I definitely could like picture this book while I was there. I could picture PCH and these like little... Um, like beach shanties that have like really good seafood. Um, I definitely saw the inspiration for the story, which was really cool. But again, this story is a lot more than the setting. 
I think the characters and the complexities of their relationship really drive the story and make it super interesting. Nina is a deep character. I love her character arc. I think it's so well done. So those are five beach reads I think you should read this summer. Let me know if you have any good recommendations for me. I'm always open to reading new stories, especially um, a beach read on a gloomy day like this in Pittsburgh where it's raining and only in like the low 70s. But thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. As always, keep writing, keep reading, and keep querying, and I will talk to you on our next road trip.